0: welcome to the building great lives podcast a podcast about real life real issues and finding real answers to life's most difficult questions and now your host trent Gillum. greetings everyone trent here welcome to episode number 44 of the podcast i'm glad you've joined the building great lives journey before we get started as always i'd love to say a huge thank you to all our monthly ministry partners And to you, the listener, you make this ministry possible. And I'm excited to have you on the Building Great Lives team here at the Building Great Lives podcast. It's our desire to help people from around the world grow, heal, discover, and fulfill their unique purpose. Thank you for sharing these episodes. We're praying these messages of hope reach every possible person in every possible nation. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you just did not know what to do? I certainly have. Well, in today's episode, we're gonna talk about what to do when you don't know what to do. Now, I have to admit that I'm a relatively predictable person, and studies show that most of us are. We do many of the same things over and over, We generally shop at the same stores, eat at the same restaurants, and even frequent many of the same places over and over. And there is a sort of emotional security that comes with these predictable everyday behaviors. However, even though we like predictable patterns in our lives, life is not always predictable at times it feels like you have everything figured out then there are times when you feel like you don't know what to do from one minute to the next you know what i'm talking about you do well i've felt that way many times sometimes you're like i know exactly what step to take i know exactly how to get through that door but then there's times that It seems like that direction is so difficult to find. Well, it's in these times where we don't know what to do that God will help us. And maybe you're sensing a new direction, but God hasn't revealed the next step. Maybe you've experienced an unexpected life change and now you don't know what to do next. Maybe you feel like you've been stuck in the same situation for a long time, or maybe you've tried everything you can think of, but nothing seems to change, and now you're at a loss as to what to do next. We've all experienced these times where we just don't know what to do, but I have good news for you. We are not the only ones that have experienced this. The Bible is filled with people that didn't know what to do next. And the good news is, we can learn from their experiences. We learn so much from the life of David. The Bible tells us that Samuel anointed David when he was very young. 1 Samuel sixteen thirteen gives us some really powerful insight. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that moment forward. Now, I want you to notice that. It says, from the moment that Samuel anointed him, the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Yet, even though David was anointed he still faced difficult times where decisions had to be made. Many of those times, he did not know what to do. So the anointing does not always mean that the path will always be clear, but it does give us the one to turn to for the answers. So I want you to notice this anointed David. There came a time that he and his men had been out, and when they returned to Ziklag, they found that the Amalekites had invaded and burned down the city, and they had taken the women, and they had taken the children captive, and all of the people were distraught. And David and the people lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 through 9, that they were greatly distressed. Verse 6 said that they wept and the people grieved. And then the Bible says that David did two things. Now, these things are key. The Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. And then verse 8 said, and David inquired of the Lord Watch this, saying, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered him, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Verse 9 said, so David went. Now, this is powerful because David is anointed, yet he does not know what to do. This is a drastic situation. The women and children are gone. The city is burned, and David in distress says, Lord, Shall I pursue? This is a question. David is going, I'm not sure what I need to do here, Lord. Do I pursue after them now or do I wait? What do I do? I need to know, Lord, I'm at a loss. I'm, David is anointed. The spirit of the Lord is upon David. He has fought many battles. He has conquered many enemies. He has developed the skills of leading men into battle. But yet in this situation, he has to ask God shall I pursue? I don't know what to do. This is powerful. Even the King James text tells us that David inquired. The word there literally means David asked God, what do I need to do? Just because you do not know what to do does not mean you've lost your anointing. Or you're calling and it does not mean that God has pulled his spirit away from you or abandoned you There's just times in all of our lives that we face things where we just simply do not know What to do, but I love what David teaches us The first thing that we need to learn from David is when we don't know what to do David encouraged himself in the Lord Many have made this very complicated because they say, how could a man that has lost so much and in distress with so many questions just encourage himself? This really means that David rallied to repair strength, or most commonly thought to mean that David reminded himself of God's hand on his life and then remembered the past victories that God had brought. So different translations reads it different. The King James says he encouraged himself. Another translation says David drew strength from the Lord his God. Another says David strengthened himself in the Lord. And another David took strength from the Lord. And another David found strength in the Lord his God. This word encouraged here means reminding yourself. The victories of the past When you were afraid and cried out to the Lord He heard your cries And answered When you were going through difficult days The Lord heard the cry Of the righteous And delivered him out of all Of the things that had come against him So that's how you encourage yourself In the Lord You get to the place that you remind yourself God is with me He's never going to leave me The same God that brought me out in the past Is going to bring me out through this I may not know what to do yet, but I know God will make a way even where there seemeth to be no way. So right now, if you don't know what to do, I want you to draw strength from the Lord by remembering how God brought you out and delivered you in the past and then the second thing we find david doing the bible says he inquired of the lord now this literally means that david asked the lord what should i do david asked shall i pursue shall i overtake them and god answered david pursue Literally, God answered, yes, go after them. And then 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 9 says, then David went. Now, there's a key in this that I want you to pay close attention to. David didn't act until he had clear direction from the Lord. When David is in distress, he encourages himself and he inquires from the Lord. And when God gives him clear direction, go, pursue, you're going to overcome. You're going to take back all that was taken from you. Then David moved. It's important when you don't know what to do that you not move until you have a clear word from God. It's very important possible to get frustrated and anxious and begin to try to open doors on your own. I'm telling you, listener, don't move until you have clear direction from God. So we need to take this lesson from David, and when we go through times where we don't know what to do, we need to encourage ourself or remember the past victory so that we gain strength. And then we need to inquire or ask of the Lord and then purpose in our heart not to make any moves until we have clear direction from the Lord. David could have rose up and went and pursued them out of revenge. I will avenge. You have burned the city and taken our wives and taken our children. But David did not know what to do. He was overwhelmed. And so he did not move on his own. He inquired of the Lord and then moved when he had clear direction that is very important. I feel that very strongly for someone listening right now. Don't make the move until you have clear direction from the Lord. And another Bible example that I'd like to look at. The Bible tells us at the death of Jesus there was a man named Joseph of Arimathea. He asked Pilate for the body of Jesus and he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and then laid it in his own tomb. Joseph rolled a great stone across the entrance of the tomb. This great stone literally means a very heavy, a very large stone. And then Mark chapter 16 gives us a powerful story because when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome, had brought sweet spices that they might come and anoint the body of Jesus. And it was very early in the morning on the first day of the week, and they came unto the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And verse 3 says, These ladies said among themselves, Who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? They knew it was a very great stone or a very heavy stone. These ladies are admitting we can't move this stone on our own. It's too great for us. There's no way that we have the ability to move it on our own. They understood their limitations. But there's some powerful life lessons that we can learn from these ladies because the Bible says that when they got to the tomb, the stone was already broken rolled away so the powerful lessons they recognized the stone was too heavy they admitted it was impossible for them to move Yet even with this knowledge, they didn't stay home. They prepared the spices and kept walking toward the tomb. And when they arrived, the stone was rolled away. Even when we don't know what to do next, we should faithfully, as these ladies did, continue doing the things we know while trusting and waiting on God to reveal what we need to do next when the timing is right the stone was rolled away And when the timing is right for your life, the stone will be rolled away So the powerful lessons that these ladies teach us is that when you are doing the will of God when you are living for God when you are Searching for the plan of God and you are doing your very best to do what God has called you to do There are times that you need No, you are walking up against impossible things. These ladies knew, I don't know how we're going to get the stone rolled away because we can't do it. It's too great. They didn't have the answer. They didn't know what to do. Yet they continued to be faithful in what they had been called to do. That is something that you and I have to get in our spirit. We must keep doing what we know to do. We must keep doing what is right. We must continue steadfast even when we don't know what to do. We must continue doing what we know is right. These ladies could have just stayed home and said, you know what, I give up, I quit, I don't have the answer to how this stone is going to be rolled away, and until I figure out how the stone going to be rolled away and I have all the answers, I'm not even going to get the spices together, I'm certainly not going to leave the house before sunrise, I'm not going to go on the journey. What's the use of going on the journey? I can't even roll the stone away. No, they didn't do that. They had a purpose, they had a calling, they set out to do it, and they walked. Even though on the way, they admitted, how are we going to do this? They were questioning, what What are we going to do? So what do you do when you don't know what to do? You keep doing the thing that you know is right. If you keep following after your calling, God will perform the miraculous and roll the stone away. I know, listener, that you are facing things right now and you're going, how am I going to move that? How am I going to do that? This is too big for me. I can't do this. I don't have the strength. Maybe you've gone through things that have changed your life and unexpected things that have left you wondering, how are you going to make it? And how is this situation going to get any better? I come to tell you by the power of the Holy Ghost that God is going to make a way for you. If you will remain faithful in what God has called you to do, the stone you cannot remove, that situation you do not know how to get through, God is going to reveal the answer. There's some things that we need to understand about God, God directs our steps and his word illuminates our path. Psalms 37:23 said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. The word ordered there means established or directed by God. God cares about every detail of your life. Just like he knows the number of hair on our head, he directs the details of our lives down to the very steps we take. So God directs our steps. But then the psalmist declared in Psalms 119 and 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God always directs our steps, but he doesn't always illuminate the entire path. The reason that God does not always illuminate our entire path is because we must live by faith. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 declares, for we walk by faith, not by sight. So even though at times you don't know what to do, you have to have confidence that God is guiding you. So what do we do when we don't know what to do? Here's four things that we can do. First, ask God for wisdom. The book of James chapter one, verse five says, if any of you lack wisdom, Let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. So the first thing we need to do when we don't know what to do is we need to ask God for wisdom. Just like David inquired of the Lord, we need to inquire of the Lord. The second thing that we can do when we don't know what to do is stay faithful To what you know. In other words, keep doing the last thing you know God told you to do. This is a lesson the ladies going to the tomb to anoint the body of Jesus taught us. Remain faithful to what you know is right. If God hasn't told you what to do next, perhaps it's because He's not through using you where you are or the situation that you are in. If you are in doubt about what to do, persevere in the last thing he told you to do. And the third thing that you can do when you don't know what to do is don't make life-changing decisions. Guard against making life-altering decisions during times of uncertainty. Our best decisions are made out of clear thinking, not emotional responses. David was emotional. He was distraught, but he inquired of the Lord as to what to do next. So don't make life-changing decisions when you don't know what to do. I have heard people say, I'm going through so much. I don't know what to do. I just feel like I need to Resign my ministry, or I need to step into something else, or I need to move, or I need to this, or I need to. No, no, no. When you are going through difficult times and you don't know what to do, make a rule in your own mind that you will not make life changing decisions without clear direction. And the fourth thing seek godly counsel. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14, where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 15, without counsel, purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Now, I want to make a note about seeking godly counsel. Now, I recommend using wisdom when choosing who to discuss private matters. It is possible to share much with the wrong people. It is best to share with those that you know have your best interest at heart. Seeking godly counsel will help you get clear direction. It'll help you in the process of making right decisions. It'll help you in the process of discerning the will of God, with the wisdom that God has granted. And I believe that God is going to give you the insight that you need to make the decisions that need to be made with a clear word from God. And as has become our tradition here at the Building Great Lives podcast, I want to pray for you, listener. I want to pray that God would help you get that clear direction. Lord, we're asking you right now that as your word has taught us, we are to pray and ask for wisdom. God, I'm asking that you would give wisdom to every listener. God, if they are going through something right now where they don't know what to do or whether they will face such a situation in the future, God, I pray right now that we would begin to ask you for wisdom That you would show us the things that we cannot see and reveal to our heart the things that we have not been able to find and the answers that we need, God, I pray that you would show us them, light our paths, help us to walk in trust, to walk in faith, that we would know that you are working out the very details of our lives and even though at this very moment we don't know what to do, we're going to take these keys and we're going to inquire of you, and we're going to remain faithful to what we know you spoke to us. Reveal the answer to the question that they have not been able to find. Don't give up when you don't know what to do. God's going to come through for you. You can trust him. And as always, Thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend. Maybe text them the link or share it on your social. You can find me on social at Trent Gillum, on Instagram at Rev Gillum. You can also reach me at the Building Great Lives podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time. Let's keep building. You've been listening to the Building Great Lives podcast, a member of the Real Life Church Network. Join us next time as we dig deeper into life's most challenging questions.